Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the podcast that always gives you two choices of what the topic is and two choices of which solution you'd rather have to your problems and two ways to make lots of money in your business and two different choices of which you prefer doing every single day in your business and that's what we're all about podcast speaking of which i have with me someone who needs no two choices because there's only one choice it is the world's greatest number one and only Greatest podcasting co-host in the history of podcasting. It's Mr. Everett Farnell. Oh, Steve, listen, we are making podcasting great again. Or, or, dear listener, are we keeping podcasting great forever? <laughs> We've got. To I can hear the, the applause. It's deafening. The show is going to be. I hear the applause from our listeners through the podcasting podcasting fear of uh, Ethernet or however it goes out there. And it's deafening. Oh, my God. The choice is obvious. Clearly, we are going to be just, keeping podcasting great. The, the Internet has just rocked the world yet again. For the past 170, however, weekly episodes of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, we have been making podcasting great again. But as of now, now that we've made it great again, we simply just have to keep podcasting great. Yes, we're going to keep podcasting great forever. We need a few more years to make sure that we lock in the 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 the, uh, the greatness. The greatness that we have that we have unleashed in the podcasting world. We need a few more years to make sure that we lock it in. And once it's locked in, we will we will have made podcasting great and then kept podcasting great forever. Right, because obviously, in only the past two years, we have so radically transformed the entire world of podcasting that we have taken it from where it was to made it spectacularly great, and now all we are is in maintenance mode. Yes, we are, we are locking in the gains that we have, uh, that we have made. Now, actually, with podcasting, that is possible, but I, I'd have to say, when it comes to the state of the nation, uh, nothing personal here, dear Mr. President, but, like, come on now. <laughs> or is everyone walking around going, oh, yeah, the whole country is so radically transformed until total absolute greatness. There's no disagreement with that. We are clearly great, and no more changes need to be made. We're just in gliding maintenance mode now. We just keep it the way it is. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Let's look, it, keep it, everything the way it is. Perfect. In, fair, in fairness, the uh, and of course, if, if, if dear listener, unless you've been living under a rock, you already know what we're what we're talking about today. But uh, yeah, but, we are talking about, of course, where Donald Trump came out during his re-launching whatever 
you call it thing where, of course, as if like he wasn't already rerunning for re-election, and came out and gave a big speech of which I had a hard time personally. Just I'm, I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people thought it was fantastic and riveting, and what I had a hard time like staying awake for the whole thing. But um, <laughs> the one point really got me. Yeah, I mean, when he got to the end and it was like, oh, we're going to make everything great, strong again, this again, what I was like, oh, it's over now. But I, I, I don't remember what he said for the past 20 minutes. But I do remember the moment where he turned to the raucous overflow crowd of however many people were stuffing every inch of that arena, and he said, which slogan should we use for the re-election, should we stay with the Make America Great Again, or should we switch to the Keep America Great? And he had the audience, he basically surveyed the audience and let them decide. And that, dear listener, this week is the lesson learned from Donald Trump. It's called, in the, in the world of marketing and advertising, it's known as technically split testing, or even more technically, A-B split testing where you make two slightly different versions of anything you're doing for marketing, advertising, or sales, and you test one against the other. Well, Donald Trump just did it right there in real time. Now, we're not saying that you are going to be gathering 20,000 of your customers all at once and then asking them to just vote with their voice which one they prefer. (laughs) Not everyone's going to have the same opportunity that Trump did to survey people like that, but there's many ways to survey and to do split testing, but it's an, it's an option, it's a strategy that, I don't know, in your estimation, Everett, I would say less than 1% of business owners ever use. They just oh, do well. not do A-B split testing, but you saw Donald Trump doing it right there, live, in action. Absolutely, and and people don't realize how powerful this can be now now there there is you know there's a reasonable man standard uh if you're mailing out a hundred letters a week uh and that's bringing in all the business that that you want to bring in you're probably not going to get a major bump by sticking the stamp on upside down as opposed to sticking on right side up although it's worth it's worth testing to see but you're probably not going to get a major bump um but if well, you're mailing, and, and, and wouldn't you mailing, say that's not even enough of a sample to really test? Because you would, in that case, w- by the way, if you haven't done this before, we we're, well, we actually do get into it a lot more in the advanced tip mm-hmm. of the week, which, by the way, if you already want to run over there, you go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and you get the advanced tip, where we go into a little more about the nuts and bolts and the step one, two, three of actual A-B split testing, but you don't, it, A-B split testing does not necessarily mean, and it actually doesn't mean 50-50, that you, you test 50%. You, you would mail out 50 letters one way and 50 letters with another thing. You would do 90 the way it works, and which is known as the control. We're getting into, again, right. a little more detail here. But you would, yeah, you would mail out, say, 90 the way it's been making you money nonstop, and you would test with 10 with a, one different tweak of a different right. color on the printing on the envelope or a different headline on the inside of the sales letter. Or like Everett said, something as simple, believe it or not, can make a difference as the stamp is put on upside down or a different stamp, an American yep. flag as opposed to a picture of a whatever or a, a photo on the inside of a man versus a woman or the color blue versus red or whatever. 
And so you would, you would stick with 90% of what's working because you, you don't want to kill the cow that's laying the golden milk or whatever the saying is, but you would split <laughs> this a little bit. Well, as Everett said, if all you got to do, you have a local business, you're a plumber, a, a heating and air guy or whatever, you're mailing out 100 letters and you're getting your 5, 10 clients and whatever. It's not enough of a sample to say, well, I tested 10 of them with a slight right. tweak. I mean, who knows? That's not enough. Well, and, well and so my point is, though, is that there are some things that you'll hear about in marketing that uh, that maybe make sense, maybe don't make sense for a local business. However, what you want to make sure that you're that you're not doing is throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So testing a different headline, even with a small sample size, makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, you know, or or in this case, I think that what I would do uh, actually, Steve, is I'd mail the hundred out that it's working. And then I'd mail another. I'd mail. I'd add another fifty or hundred to that with one of the tests. Well, I was going to say that too. I, I would actually, in such a small yeah. stamp, I'm, I'm with you. I would stick with the hundred because that's what your bread and butter. It's making you money. Then I'd say, you know what? I'm just going to throw away fifty bucks here, and I'm just going to mail another fifty with something slight different. And if yeah. I get anything from it, it's a total bonus. Exactly. So there's there's all different kinds of ways, but but people don't understand. See here here's what uh, here's what happens when you're split testing over a long period of time. You make small incremental changes, small one percent, five percent changes. So so you get you you know you you start mailing in. Suddenly you're bringing in one extra job a month uh, with the new change. Okay, great. That's that's fantastic. So now you have something that works a little better. And you test something else, and and it doesn't work. So you go back to the control, and then you test something. And this this is for ads in the newspaper. This is for uh, online ads. This is for everything, right? It it, it all works the same way. Um, but over the course of a year, you've made small changes. Each change has brought in one or two extra jobs a month. Well, by the end of the year, suddenly now you've got you know now you've got six or eight extra jobs that's coming in a month. Well, if, if you use the, the, the example of a contractor, if you're a contractor, an extra six to eight jobs a month, depending on the type of contracting you're doing, can be substantial. Now, if you're a landscape contractor, okay, maybe, it, maybe it's substantial, maybe it's not substantial. I don't know. If you're a uh, landscape but, contractor and you're getting six extra clients who are signing up for a full year or even a six months of service, that's substantial. Yeah, well, it can be good. And, and, and then, of course, there's, you know, High-end clients who have, you know, who who want ten or fifteen or twenty thousand dollars in landscaping jobs and new trees and, a, you know, re re landscape. So so it can be substantial or it can just be, uh, you know, it can be new mowing people. But like you said, six or eight people at a uh, hundred dollars a month or a hundred and fifty dollars a month to mow their lawn, uh, you know, to mow their lawn um, over the course of a year that that adds up. I mean that 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 adds nicely to the business. So. What we the point of testing is not to see whether you know is not is not just to see which one works better. It's to build upon the improvements of the last tests to fine tune what you're doing so that you're getting more and more and more clients instead of getting just and, instead of sticking where you're at. So you you don't look at it as uh, okay, I'm going to test a new headline, and oh, okay, well, that brings me an extra client per month. Well, that's nice, but it's not really that big a deal. Was that extra client per month really worth all the heartache of writing out 100 headlines and 
and testing five different ones to see which one works best and et cetera, et cetera. Well, the answer is yes, because after you've got that one extra client, now you have an asset that's bringing an extra client to you. Now you test something else and you find a way to get two extra clients per month. And then you find something else and you find a way to get another extra client per month. And, and by building, it's like building a house. You have a nice foundation with your, which is your control. But by building up the walls and putting a new roof on, you know, putting a good, uh, a good, uh, 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 trust system and then a good roof on it. You build an entire house. You can build a luxury house or you can build a little tiny shack. It just depends on what you want to build. But, uh, you know, by, by testing little items in your mailings, testing little items in your newspaper ads, testing little items in your online advertising, testing items on your uh, on your business card. Is your business card, does it just have the name of your company, your name, and a telephone number because if it does and you've been listening to uh, uh to our podcast for the last what what is it now 170 of uh, uh 170 episodes I forget the like exact that. number but it's a while. Yeah. So then then you deserve to have Steve and I come and kick you straight in your ass if that's what your business <laughs> card looks like. Right? I mean you don't you mean you don't have an offer on your business card, you don't have some sort of bounce back, some sort of uh lead generation something? On your business card, you're just wasting that space. So you test and see where, you know, you pass out 100 business cards or 500 business cards. And then when you get more, you make a small change on it and test out 500 and then track which ones work better. And, um, you know, I, I, by doing well, and here's the, the real power areas, of it. I know you're, you're getting at Everett. The real power of the split testing is to split test every step in your sales process exactly. and a tiny little percentage increase in each one multiplies so that you have an exponential uh, advantage an exponential growth so if you test the the what brings them to call you and you increase that by a little bit and then you split test the script of whoever's answering the phone or whatever's on the landing page of your website that they get to and you split test that a little bit then you split test the response a little bit, and then you split test the the actual sales pro, the, the sales step where they're signing the contract a little bit, and you increase one just a tiny bit. Well, you've exponentially increased your results with they, only they very all, slight improvements. They all build on each other down the line, and so you get a few more people in, and a little bit higher of a conversion rate. And a little bit higher of uh, uh, you know of a sales price, and a little bit higher of an upsell rate, and a little bit higher of a uh, of, of a referral a, rate, uh, exactly. Referral rate. And and then the next thing you know, you've doubled your business uh, with seemingly small little changes. Well, and and in a similar way, you'll see uh, you're likely to see Trump do something similar. Although, of course, it's not. It's a different story. He's not going to double the results of winning the presidency of the United States, although he's going to win it again if that's his goal. But, I mean, he's also going to now be creating a whole new line of hats and T-shirts and whatever with a new slogan <laughs> on it. So now, if, if that happens, and you'll see at the upcoming uh, uh, rallies and whatever in the future, you'll see a smattering of, of everything in the audience now. You'll see people wearing one hat and people wearing another. And, and of course, who do you think is going to buy the hats that say Keep America Great? It's going to be all the people that already bought the hats saying Make America Great Make Again. America so great again. there you go. He's almost doubling his sales of the hats because people are going, I already got a hat. It's 
does Make America Great. Oh, new slogan, I guess i got to spend however much it is and get a new hat, a new hat. Uh, with a new slogan on it. And so Absolutely. there's an extra advantage that Trump is going to do with this split testing uh, with the new slogan. He's going to get a whole new rush of enthusiasm and energy and not to mention sales dollars, which are contributions to his campaign coming in. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And and this is but the something... key we're focusing on here, folks, is not exactly like you know what he did and the, and the results. It's how he did it. And so we're we're urging you, first of all, to go to lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. Get the advanced tip of the week, so you can actually step by step learn how to do the split testing. But even if you just do it, try it on your own, or do whatever to half half the whole thing. Like you just got to get out there and do. You got to split test. Don't be just sitting there. With one version, no matter how much it's working, is it not true, Everett, in your experience, because it's true in mine over at least four decades of running businesses and helping others run businesses, that no matter how good something's working, it's not going to work forever? Oh, yeah, everything everything runs its shelf life. Everything has a shelf life, and, and once it starts to fall off, uh, there are ways to bring it back, which is, I mean, that's what, you know, people like Steve and people like me, that's what we do is help businesses bring their, uh, you know, bring their uh, marketing back to life. One of the things we do as it starts falling off. But uh, the last thing in the world you want to be is stuck with uh, uh, stuck with an ad that was working for gangbusters, working like gangbusters. And now it's starting to wind down and. Uh, you've already brought it back a couple times, and it really is just starting to wind down. You have to you have to come up with something new, and by that point, you're going to have to come up with something completely new, um, which is very difficult. As opposed to uh, had you been testing along the whole time and making small changes, uh, the chances of that ad really just uh, hitting its shelf life are smaller because it's a different ad. You're going to find what's working better, and you're going to be able to change the ad several times throughout, uh, you know, throughout its lifetime. So you get a lot, lot, a lot more time out of the ad by doing that as well. Um, so it, I, I mean, look, this, this is something that people can get really lazy with uh, because it's very easy to say, well, that ad's bringing in, uh, you know, 400 percent, 500 percent, 600 percent ROI, 700 percent ROI. Why would I want to mess with it? It's very easy to say that. You know, every dollar I spend. On uh, on that ad in the newspaper, I get seven dollars in profit. Why would I want to test making a change to it? Um, well, I mean, the obvious answer is because you might be able to get eight dollars in profit out of it. Uh, but then the other answer is because, as Steve astutely points out, uh, that ad will eventually stop working, and you'll get six dollars, then five dollars, then three dollars, then two dollars. Then you'll just be breaking even, and you'll be going, "What the heck? Why is my ad not working anymore?" Uh, well, it's because it got old. Everybody's seen it. Well, and that's one thing you just saw Trump doing is a reinvigoration of the, his support. If they're all used to like, okay, yeah, make America, we're getting kind of tired, blah, 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 blah. now we got a, something new. And that's not exactly the topic of this week's episode of Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast, but you want to always have something new happening in your business to continue the excitement. And you certainly saw Donald Trump doing that this week at his re-inauguration, launch, election, whatever the heck speech it was, where he just turned to the audience and he said, you decide. You want to do that. Not only do you you want to split test 
and, and test out a slight change, but ideally you want to get buy-in from your audience that that's something they want. And, it, and as Everett said, it works not only with your ads and your marketing and sales, but it works with your pricing, works with your offerings. Heck, you've seen it you know, at, when, when you know, McDonald's says we're testing out the Mick whatever only in certain locations, and then they'll roll it out worldwide or they won't. And Coke historically, famously tested out, switched to a new Coke recipe years ago. Oh. They went back to the old one. So you, you test. You don't just completely switch everything, and you don't just do it because of what you think it'll work. You want to get buy-in from your followers, from your audience, from your customers, clients, patients, members, prospects, before you make the major switch. That's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I know I got a little off topic there, Steve. I apologize. You know, when it's when we start talking about uh, messaging and uh, uh, in and uh, how to test the message and how to how to make some change, man, I just get riled up. I I love it. I could uh, I could riff on it for hours, but um, the, well, of uh, course, the, and that's why people, we have an advanced really tip of the week because that's where we get exactly. into the more advanced stuff where we have a lot more fun and you make a lot more money. So as always, get over there to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com, get the advanced tip, and exponentially get better results than just listening every week to the basic tip. And be back here next week for another tip, another lesson learned from Donald Trump on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump. Make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.